okay, <clears throat> starting this off real quick. I'm trying to get my, 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 my mind wrapped around what the fuck I just saw at the Royal Rumble. Holy shit. Welcome to another episode of the Brandon Janu Show, Wrestling Life, Royal Rumble, Rate and Review. My God. Um, like always, man, on all podcast platforms everywhere, social media platforms is Instagram, TikTok, uh, Facebook, Brandon Janu Show. On all podcast platforms is Brandon Janu Show. Uh, and YouTube channel, Brandon Janu Show. I usually don't come in with like this, 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 like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> like, like, like energy, but damn, nigga. I, WWE, boy, 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 boy. You probably gotta, I don't know how you top that shit. Yeah, damn, nigga. Uh, welcome, man. This is the Rate Review Show. I will get into what the fuck just happened. But I do have to get into some of these matches. As you know, how I do this. Um, from, you know, one as, like, just nothing really was good about the fucking match at all. Uh, to five, which is, like, the best shit I've seen. And that main event. The match in the ending of the night of the pay-per-view, I wish I could give it 10 fucking stars. That shit was in fucking incredible, but I'm going to keep it to my rating. Five with an additional 6.5. Six, six, like, shit. That shit was incredible. Um, But let's get into it. Uh, the Royal Rumble was tonight, man, as you can see. In my eyes, uh, I was screaming all night for all of the matches and Every surprising thing that happened. The Royal Rumble is one of those pay-per-views that <clears throat> just catches you off guard, man. Uh, a lot of surprises, a lot of sh- uh, shocking moments. And um, I'm going to be honest. This entire pay-per-view, I only have one match that was under five stars. Every match I clearly said was actually a really good fucking pay-per-view. I can't tell you on here that, was, that didn't deserve five stars. The only reason why I gave it... The match that I'm starting off with, uh, which is not a five-star match to me. But, and to be honest, I bumped it up to a four. Because uh, it was really going to be like a three-and-a-half-star match. But the ending of that match would have led into, uh, is the reason why. that. And I do not just give just a match rating. Uh, I give the overall production of the whole situation, the whole presentation. So that means the beginning, the beginning the match and the ending of the match. So when the segment is pretty much done, I'm, I'm, I'm taking that into account as the entirety of the match. So that is why I got bumped up to four stars. And that is Bianca Belair versus Alexa Bliss. Whew. Raw Women's Championship match. Like I said, the match was pretty decent and it was pretty good. I mean, Alexa Bliss has been in the ring, been in WWE for almost close now to a decade. So she knows how to really make a match happen. I think this is the first real match that she had without a tag team in that um, that sh- show who she really is. And, and and for most of the match, she pretty much controlled Bianca Belair, which is the veteran instinct of the match. And I think Alexa Bliss was really good at that. And, um, yeah, Bianca, not to, not to slack on Bianca. Bianca did her thing. She won the match, of course. Um, I thought the match was really good. Uh, and it sets up what I thought it would be at WrestleMania. And, you know, now I don't know what they're going to do with really with Alexa Bliss. Uh, more so, maybe she does finally just 100% uh, go down to Bray Wyatt. Like I said, at the end of this match, you really got what I think everybody was really waiting for. And that is uh, Uncle Howdy kind of popping up on her at the end saying, oh, you really think you're still in control? Huh? Oh, at the losing this match, you still think you're in control? You still think you figured it out? You still think you're the face of fear? Okay. <laughs> okay. And she even her, like, her look at the end was like, damn. Like, Holly should kind of team up with these motherfuckers again. Um, and, and you know, Bianca winning, which was not surprising. I mean, Bianca going to win. She, I, I, I'm going to be honest. It's going to be depending on how they particularly build this match. I, w- I know Triple H very, is a very smart person. He saw Bianca in real win go at each other in NXT a lot. He 
these are the two future women. They were literally the final two women in 2021 at the Royal Rumble. He knows the money he can get from this match in LA. These are two of the most dominant women right now in your in wrestling. You can easily book this WrestleMania main event depending on. Well, now it's kind of like obvious what's gonna do, but I, I don't know. Depending on what this looks like, um, going into um. WrestleMania season is gonna be pretty interesting. Um, but and hopefully Monday we they're not gonna drag this shit along. We already know who the Raw Rumble, the man's Raw Rumble match is gonna the winner is gonna fight. It's gonna be Roman. So it's not that fucking hard um to figure that out. But for I hope they don't drag this shit along. It it doesn't need to be dragged out that fucking long. To be honest, for 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 Rhea who won the women's Royal Rumble, uh, to fight Bianca. <laughs> like, like, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. Like, that is the obvious money-making match in Hollywood, night one, main event, that's perfect, do it. it. Like, we don't need to see Rhea go to SmackDown and try to act like she gives a fuck about fighting Charlotte. They've already fought enough, we know what the fuck that looked like. You've been teasing this match, and like I've said numerous times with Rhea, she literally was promised a, man, a Money in the Bank match, for the Raw Women's Championship, and then she had a, a a condition with her heart, and she couldn't even fight in that match. So now that she's won the Women's Royal Rumble, it's clear as day Bianca is the champion. Make the fucking match. And I'd rather see Charlotte go up against somebody that probably you would not see or wouldn't even think of. Charlotte versus Shayna would be great. I'm going to be honest with y'all. <laughs> Charlotte versus Shayna would be amazing, and I would love to watch that match. But... Yeah, the, the Raw Women's Championship match, it was it was four stars. Like I said, I took everything into account. The Uncle Howdy at the end of the match kind of really got it perfectly. And, um, yeah, I loved it. I thought it was a really good idea. So, uh, yeah, get me. I got four stars on the, on that match. It wasn't – it wasn't – it was what I expected. It was better than what I – no, I can't even say it was better. It was it was pretty much what I expected. A little bit over uh, – overachieved what I thought. Um, but you got two incredible – uh, women in the ring. Alexa Bliss has been champion before. Bianca, who is champion now. Uh, it was a pretty good match. I will give it that. So, four stars. Um, speaking of that, now, like I said, I have, like, literally, that was the only four-star match that I gave. Yes, the Women's Royal Rumble got a five-star for me. Now, it is the least of my five stars, but it is a five-star. Um, no, it's not actually. The, yeah, yeah, it is. It's the least of my five-stars. Um... So the women's Royal Rumble, like I said, Rhea Ripley won that tonight. And the intriguing thing about that is that she's the first woman to go from number one to the finish. Uh, Bianca, I think, was number three when she won in 2021. Rhea is the first woman to actually one last over, I think, close to an hour, which is big for a women's Royal Rumble. Uh, she started off at number one, uh, also came in with an injury. Um also, I was dealing with a top all night. I don't know why. She was just like, <laughs> I, I, I'm like, maybe she probably should have picked a different attire for that match. Maybe that probably would have been a, I mean, it wasn't complaining, but still, it's just like, he could have probably picked a different attire for that match. But the intriguing thing was this, and I love this idea of the Women's Royal Rumble, where you kind of give us some names and you let us figure out what the fuck the circle is. Because Women's Royal Rumble, it, there's not that many women in the company. And that is kind of why I feel like this, that, that's a, when you say it's a women's Royal Rumble, it's kind of leaving a lot to imagination. There's not a lot of, like, the men, you start a field. You knew who was going to probably be, if there were going to be surprises, you kind of figured out who the surprises were going to be. Um, you know, but for the women, it's kind of like, you don't know who the fuck going to be in the women's Royal Rumble. You hear the names that's already in, you're like, okay, damn, Mr. Troll, Becky, excuse me. Real live, uh, Raquel Rodriguez. Like, you're like, okay, that makes sense. A lot of those women make sense. Shayna Baszler, it makes sense. Uh, but I thought this was a really good women's Royal Rumble. I'm not even gonna lie. I, I thought it was actually better than I expected. It really fucking was better than I expected. Um, because for the first time, I, I never seen this where it was like 11 women in the ring and anybody could have won it. Like, let's be real. Like, Outside of Rhea, there was really, like, not that many women you were, like, really gunning to see win the fucking Women's Royal Rumble, which is another thing that would be smartly did again, which sometimes, I mean, maybe this is Triple H realizing that the fans wanted to see Rhea win, and, like, like, maybe that was the thing, like, people knew, but to see her go from 
number one to win a whole fucking thing. That's a great feeling. And I got to give a lot of love to Liv Morgan, too. Liv Morgan came in at number two, which she was screaming, saying she wanted to be number one. But she came in at number two. It's like drawing number one. You just come out a little co- a little later, like 20 seconds, 30 seconds later <laughs> than the fucking person that just walked down the aisle and got in the ring. Like, Liv Morgan drew number two, and she also lasted to the end of the ring, which boosts her stock, which a lot of people probably won't say. It boosts her stock moving forward, which to me, again, you're going into WrestleMania and something that you keep trying to push is Liv. Like, Liv has been somebody that the WWE has been trying to figure out how to push. Now she's like the psycho person shit. I don't know what the fuck you're trying to do with her, but her saying I want to be number one, but draws number two, but lasts to the end of the fucking match to be the last woman to be thrown out of the match. That's pretty fucking impressive. Like, and I think that is something that you can now use to repackage her and push her into another stratosphere, which could lead her into the WrestleMania match with Charlotte. I think that would be a pretty interesting situation because like I said, I wouldn't mind seeing Shayna and, and Shayna and, um, and Charlotte, that would not, I would not be mad at that match. I would love to see that match. But at the same time, if I can get Liv and Charlotte, and maybe it'd be a real fucking match, and you're not trying to build Liv. Like, Liv is an underdog. We clearly know that shit. But if you build Liv in a different way, like, I can literally go with anybody, and I can fight anybody, that's a pretty cool thing. The Women's Raw Rumble was so interesting. It was so interesting. Was There wasn't a lot of returns that I was like, like, Nia Jax comes out, but it's like nobody knew Nia was coming, which we it was rumors online that she was gonna probably be a part of the Royal Rumble. We didn't know when she was gonna be a part of the Royal Rumble. Um which is kind of interesting to say the least, I think. Um to say that no we all heard she was gonna probably be a part of it, but nobody knew. And then which is the funniest thing because they didn't run a clock. Like, usually they have the 10, 9, 8, 7. You'll see it on a thing or you'll see it at this. But they didn't even run a clock for it. And they just played up music. And it just instant pop. Like, what the fuck? Like, is that? Like, it was so crazy to see how she just popped up and, and see how people was like, wait, they didn't even put a clock up. We didn't even know it was the 30th fucking woman. She just, they played up music and she just was there. Like, what the fuck? But that was the funny ass thing. Uh, I really, it was good that they got her out early, though. I think that was a good thing. You saving her kind of for what comes next, which I don't want to see Charlotte and Nia, Nia at fucking WrestleMania either. That's kind of stupid. But if Nia teams up with, let's say, somebody, and they go for damage, go at damage control, I would not mind that. I actually think that would be a pretty good idea. Um, uh, when it comes to that situation, um... Like I said, the women's war run was pretty interesting. Eleven women was left in the ring after Nia was eliminated. She was the thirtieth woman, and it was like eleven women in the Royal Rumble match left. The women's Royal Rumble left match, but um, and all eleven women, like I said, could have won. But oh, we we knew what it was really. And uh, Oscar returned, which I knew she was gonna be back eventually. Um, the one disappointment I was like, no Normani, <laughs> no Normani again. Um, maybe that's saving her. Maybe she does return to Monday Night Raw with Nia Jax. I don't fucking know, but which would be a pretty interesting thing. I wouldn't mind saying that. Um, yeah, no, 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 Naomi, but hey, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I thought the women's Raw Rumble was really fucking good, though. Um, they have three women that, two that you kind of knew could win, but one, if you was, if she won, you probably wouldn't be pissed off about it. Um, uh, Oscar comes back. She's one of the final three with Rhea and Liv. Uh, she spreads the miss into <laughs> shot to hit Rhea and miss Rhea duck pretty much. And Liv got the miss in her face and was pretty much blind for a little bit. And then, you know, uh, Rhea kicks Oscar off the ropes, kicks her off the ring, and um. And then Liv kind of hit like her move, like the cold breaker. <laughs> I guess like a cold breaker. It is the cold breaker, really. She hit the cold breaker on um Rhea. Rhea's hanging from the ropes. The way she eliminated her was like incredible, though. She like lose the her core strength and just literally like, lift the legs, caught it, and then flipped her ass off the rope, like flipped her ass off the apron. 
That shit was funny. I was like, God damn. Um, that's a terrible way to lose. Um, <laughs> I was like, that's a terrible fucking way to lose. Um, yeah, I thought it was an incredible fucking match. I thought that was an incredible way. Uh, like I said, it was not a lot of surprises. Like, like comebacks. Like it wasn't a lot of them, man. It really wasn't. Um, and I think that's good. They used they they really used their NXT people. Which was really good to use the NXT champion, uh, Roxy Perez. Which I'm gonna watch NXT next Saturday. I don't know if I'm gonna do a rate review show next Saturday, but I definitely am gonna be watching that. Um, because I'm not gonna have any football on uh, at all next Saturday. So, uh, so I might have to watch uh NXT. I might do a rate review show next Saturday for for Vengeance NXT. I haven't watched the NXT in a minute, um, from front to back. So, uh, from beginning to end, I should say. Uh, but I might watch that. Um, but yeah, this was a, this was a really good Royal Rumble. I'm not, Michelle McCool literally enters the fucking Royal Rumble from her seat. She's literally in the front row. They play her music. She's literally getting a fucking jacket and shit. She's getting the ring. She has a pretty good time though. She lasted like a good, maybe 20, 25 minutes. That was a really good fucking time to be just sitting, watching the fuck you and get up and get in the ring and fucking fucking wrestle. It's a pretty good fucking point, if I gotta say the least. Um, my word means any fucking thing, but it was a really good, man. Um, like I said, Real Ripley wins. I hope it's Bianca versus Real. I've been saying this for literally since fucking Money in the Bank. I've been, shit, I've been saying this shit since maybe last year's Royal Rumble. Like, I've been saying Real shit win the fucking Royal Rumble. She's clearly the only person that I feel could actually really legitimately beat Bianca and take the belt off of her. And guess what? It would actually make fucking sense. <laughs> it would actually make fucking sense. Um, so yeah, that's my first five star. My next five star is the pitch black match. Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight. I had my like everybody, I had my 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 reservations about this match. I didn't know what the fuck this match was about to be. <laughs> I had no clue what this match was gonna be. Um to be honest, I think this was the best thing they could have done. And it was fucking good. Um, LA Knight comes out. Uh, Bray comes out. Now, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I didn't see LA Knight uh, come out because my fucking TV was started tripping. My Wi-Fi was tripping. So I just watched it on my phone. I watched this match on my phone. My Wi-Fi was tripping. So, on my TV. And so, I watched the match on my phone. And, man, uh, Bray Wyatt, man. The way this was done was pretty fucking cool. Like, it was like, like, LA Knight was pretty much in some glowing-ass <laughs> tights, which was really dope, man. You, and like I said, it's kind of an interesting concept because you don't know what the fuck a pitch black match is. We've never heard of this shit. We've never seen one before. And it was pretty much like a nightclub. It was kind of like a, like a, um, like a rave. It was like a rave. I've never been to a rave, but I see a rave on TVs and shit. I know what a rave looks like. It was kind of like a rave. And it was like a lot of glows, glowing shit. The ring ropes were glowing. The ref was glowing and some fucking shit. LA Knight's trunks was glowing. But Bray Wyatt had some shit on his body, like tribal shit. And then he had some shit on his face, and his eyes were red. And it was like, yeah, what the fuck is this? And that's what I'm saying. It was it was literally a no disqualification match, but the only way you can win is pinfall or submission. It was pretty fucking good, to, to say the least. I thought it was a really good match. Um, but again, it goes into like just like the Alexa Bliss match. It's the after the match, and after the match is where the the real shit kicked in. Because Bray, I think after the match, kind of he hits Sister Abigail, he wins the match, but then he like goes into the corner. I don't know if this was a mask or what the fuck it was, but this motherfucker just popped up with some shit on his face, and LA Knight looked at this motherfucker like, what the fuck? And like, LA Knight was trying to get the fuck. And LA Knight starts running, walking to, like, this this uh, this this scaffold in the fucking building, and Bray just follows him, and then he hits him with a mandible claw and puts, and just, just, just getting him. Chokes him out, and then we look up, and it's Uncle Howdy. Just standing on top of the fucking scaffold. LA Knight's pretty much passed out. Bray Wyatt's just sitting, just standing there, looking up. And it and, and then Uncle Howdy just, just jumps off the fucking thing and just elbows LA Knight and fire pops up. It's like, what 
the fuck is this? <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is this? It was so fucking good, man. I'm not even gonna lie, man. Bray Wyatt is one of my favorite wrestlers, clearly. Uh, I've said this on my rate and review show, just uh, not rate and review. Oh, jeez. Uh, my uh, my raw after the after raw on Wednesday is on my and Brandon on my Instagram Brandon Show. Had that live for the Raw Thirty, and like I said, it was great to see Bray Wyatt and Undertaker. Undertaker pretty much passed the torch to Bray Wyatt. Which, you know, I don't, I still don't know how fucking under how Vince McMahon did not see Bray Wyatt as the next Undertaker or these this generation's Undertaker. The shit is mind boggling. But anyway, um, but yeah, man, this was an incredible match. I thought it was great. Like I said, the after kind of carried this. It was a three and a half, but that after match and and that aftermath of that match was fucking incredible. I'm like, oh shit. I can't wait to see what Bray does next. Like I said, and all this clumps into because the Alexa Bliss match was literally right after this, so it kind of all comes together, which is kind of interesting. Like I said, just like I said, the Bianca and Rhea is kind of tied to each other. The Alexa Bliss and Bray Wyatt shit is tied to each other, so we should see how this all goes. All right, here we go. The Men's Royal Rumble is the la- the second to last five star match, man. Um, I love the idea of putting. Now a lot of people were saying put Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes at the beginning, and I was I was cool with that. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Make Cody the the wire to wire, but I like how they did it. I loved how they did it. Instead of Seth and Cody starting it off, they went Gunter and Sheamus. Something that we all been saying we want to see another. I want to see Gunter and Sheamus go one on one one more time. I would love to see it. Um, but it was great to see them two go at each other and fight each other. Um. Uh. To start this match, Gunter entered one, Sheamus enters two. Um, it was incredible. Um, they pretty much lasted for most of the fucking Royal Rumble, which was pretty fucking good. Um, a lot of, a lot of, like again, like I said, not a lot of surprises. Um, what I thought would set up a lot of other shit was really actually happening into this Royal Rumble. Um, Raymond, well, let's go into this. So, Brock Lesnar comes out at, what, number 14, I think? Uh, number 12. No, comes at number 12. Comes out at number 12 and um, starts just doing Brock Lesnar shit. But he doesn't eliminate a lot of people, which was good. He eliminated the guys that we kind of knew wasn't going to win it. Get him out the ring. I think he eliminated, like, New Day and, you know, I think Chad Gable. Yeah. He eliminated, like, those guys. And then... What was beautiful about this was what it led into, which Bobby Lashley was the next. I love this. They kept the feuds going, which is another thing was beautiful because they did that in the Women's Raw Rumble. When Damage Control comes out, I think it was like three straight times, and then Becky comes, they wait, and then let Damage Control kind of like run through the field, and then Becky Lynch comes out. And it was like, that's what's supposed to happen. But this was perfect, how the Men's Raw Rumble was, because they let Brock Lesnar come out first, and then Bobby Lashley came out, like, literally immediately after him. And he, he comes out, and he takes out Brock Lesnar. He eliminated Brock Lesnar, which I knew he was going to do, especially after last night. But I knew he was going to be the one to eliminate Brock Lesnar because it would have – I don't know why people – listen, I'm not going to lie. I heard the pop that when Gunter and Brock looked at each other, I heard the fucking pop. I get why people are like, make that the WrestleMania match. No, man. To be honest – I heard another pop, which I said just recently, I would love to see Gunter fight Drew McIntyre. I think I said it on my, my 2023 prediction show. I said, I would love to see Drew McIntyre and Gunter fight each, Gunter fight each other for the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania. Now, that might leave Sheamus a little bit in, out of it, but out of the loop, but I feel like they'll, like, or make it a triple threat match. Whichever one floats your fucking boat. I would love to see all three of them dudes fight at WrestleMania for the Intercontinental title. Make it happen. Um, hell, throw Karrion Cross in there for a fucking for extra. I don't give a shit. Like, make that a real match. But I heard that pop. But I knew Brock was gonna get eliminated by Bobby Lashley because it makes that rivalry intriguing. You know, um, Brock Lesnar just cost him. If if people don't understand, like Brock Lesnar just cost him the United States Championship on Monday night. Bobby Lashley just caused Brock Lesnar a chance to get back at Roman Reigns and win a title in the Royal Rumble. And it made sense. Um, Seth Rollins comes at it at number 15. Everybody knows. 
if you don't know. Seth Rollins is my favorite wrestler. Hell yeah. Um, he eliminates Bobby Lashley, which was great. <laughs> which was great. Love Bobby Lashley. Don't get it twisted, but Seth Rollins eliminated him. Uh, that makes sense. Um, Raven Mysterio comes out at number 17, like I said earlier. I was about to say earlier. But then he got ambushed by Dominic Mysterio in Judgment Day, I'm assuming. He comes out, Dominic Mysterio um, comes out. It's cool. I mean, listen, Dominic Mysterio is going to fight Ray at WrestleMania. We kind of now know this. Um, that's going to happen. Um, especially because Edge came back tonight, which is very important because Damian Priest was also in his match, which I didn't get a chance to see because my fucking TV kept cutting out. But Edge got cut. Edge comes back, which I knew he was coming back tonight. I knew he was coming back tonight. I knew they were going to put I, – I, this is two things I knew. I knew Edge was coming back, and he's going to throw out at least Damian Priest and Finn Balor and make Dominic have to stay in the ring. And I knew that shit. Edge did that. But I also knew Bet Phoenix was going to come back, but not in the Raw Rumble. I was like, nah, because they're going to let Real win it. So the only person that can stop her from winning is Bet Phoenix. So – but she had a revenge. She spirit Real uh, up the ramp when they was on a ramp. It makes sense. Um, that was a lot of good shit in this Raw Rumble, man. This men's Raw Rumble. Uh, they saved the best for last, which was Cody Rose. He was number thirty, which was great. Um, because if you're gonna advertise somebody like that, make his ass thirty. Don't put him. I love this idea. I love Triple H for this because if you're gonna advertise somebody. If he's not gonna be one. Make his ass 30. That makes fucking sense. Don't do like Vince and give him the same fucking number he entered in in 2005 and then say, hey, go run the Royal Rumble. Like Batista. That's why motherfuckers booed his ass. It's like, dude, one, Daniel Bryan's better. Two, you're literally doing the same shit you did literally 10 fucking years ago. It was like 9, 10 years ago. Why the fuck are we doing this again? And it kind of just... Yeah, it was kind of fucking stupid. I didn't understand that shit. Um, but anyway, um, better results this time. Cody Rose is the 30th entrant, which was perfect, which I loved it, and I thought it was a great idea. Logan Paul was number 29. Uh, was it Ricochet was 28, I think? So, yeah. Um, yeah, I... Logan Paul being 29, which, again, like I said, a lot of this really set up what I, I expected for WrestleMania. Um, like I kept saying for a while, Seth Rollins didn't have a match at WrestleMania, and it kind of pissed me off. But now I think he does. And that's Logan Paul, who came in at number 29 and eliminated Seth Rollins. And I think that that's a better match. Yeah, I know people are going to say him and John Cena would be great, but that's more for money purposes. I'm talking about somebody that he can get in the ring and go one-on-one with and really actually have a real fucking match against. And he, Logan has said, there's nobody else you can go outside of popularity, but then after fighting Roman Reigns at Crown Jewel, then Seth fucking Rollins. Like, Seth is the best in the ring. And if you're not going to fight somebody like Roman again, you might as well fight Seth at WrestleMania and really make your fucking name. So I think Seth versus Logan Paul at WrestleMania, I'm with it. Let's see what happens. I think Logan should have fought Seth before he got the title match against Roman, to be honest with you. But I get it at WrestleMania. I'm I'm 100%. Night one on night two. My ass will be watching it. Um. Uh. By the way, one of the best fucking things that have ever happened, <laughs> ever, <laughs> like, is Ricochet on one side. Logan Paul on the other side, and just like the picture that everybody has seen him from Crown Jewel, if you follow wrestling, is Logan Paul jumping in the sky, and Roman Reigns kind of like just standing there waiting for him to come down. They recreated that shit. The difference was that Ricochet jumped in the sky with Logan fucking Paul, and they clotheslined each other. That has never fucking happened. I don't think it has ever happened. I've never fucking seen it. But these motherfuckers jump on the ropes and jump in the sky and double clothesline each other and come back down. It was like, what the fuck just happened? That shit was incredible. I have never seen that shit. That was so fucking good. I died 100. What I loved about this man's Royal Rumble was perfect. The reason why is because we all knew who was going to win it. But y'all created another fucking star tonight. 
I'm so fucking happy. I'm so happy that Vince McMahon is not around to bury this man. Gunter is a fucking beast. Walter. I want to say Walter. I hate that man's name. Now. Can we change it back to Walter, please? Can we? Can we please? Can we get Walter's name back, bro? Bro, can we, can we, can we, can we, can we get Walter's name back, please? Because this shit is ridiculous. I got to call this nigga Gunter. Like, come on, bro. Um, <laughs> fuck. Um, I love this idea. Gunter is so fucking good in the ring. He can go an hour. He literally enters in at number one for the first time ever. I like. I was like, I was like, I don't think this ever has happened. That the fucking first entry in the Royal Rumble is fighting the thirtieth entry in the Royal Rumble to see who goes to WrestleMania. And I love the fact they put them two against each other because if you want to see how Cody Rhodes really is, why not give him somebody like Gunter? That motherfucker is a fighter. He is going to test your ass. And boy, did he test Cody. Holy shit. They, and they got rid of like Seth and Logan. And it was just them two. Bruh. Oh, my God. I knew they were going to have a match eventually for Cody Rhodes in the Raw Rumble. But that was a match. That motherfucker got chopped every fucking time. It got to the point where you would think the motherfucker with the number one entry will be the, will be the underdog at some point. Gunter was whooping Cody's ass for most of that fucking match. Like, he was beating the shit out of Cody. But he was testing the Cody, man. Cody even showed love to his brother Goldust. I was like, oh, shit, he going for the uh, shot of dreams. I was like, holy shit. I'm going to put him in a rope. And, and the bottom, I'm going to Goldust him. I was like, oh, shit. It got real. Holy fuck. Um, but Cody hit him with the crossroads. Gunter gets up, he knocks him over the rope, it's over, Cody is going to WrestleMania main event, now this is the beauty, like I said, this was perfect, because you gave us what we wanted, but you also did it in very unique fashions, which is very unprecedented, you gave us Cody to win the Royal Rumble, but you gave us the first fucking entry that he would have to beat. And somebody that I think a lot of wrestling fans, if you watch wrestling, if you watch NXT, you know how good fucking Walter is. If you watch SmackDown, you know how good this fucking dude is. He's one of those guys, man. He's fucking good. The bell rings. He can go. You gave him one of those, and you created a star in him. Because now, it kind of does get to the point where WrestleMania, you kind of do have to look around and say, okay, who the fuck do we put this man against? Because we need him. A true fucking draw. That's why I said, if you're smart, I'll make it a four-way. You want to create another star, get Karrion Cross in there, and then you got two guys like Drew McIntyre and Sheamus who got a tag team, the tag team right now. But imagine Sheamus, Drew, Gunter, and and Karrion Cross for the Intercontinental Title and, and at WrestleMania. Fuck, that's a pop. That's a that's a fucking match, man. If you want to make an elimination match, even do it. I will fucking watch it, but. To create another star tonight is fucking incredible. And to have him go from Bell to a damn near almost Bell, what pretty much the winner of the Raw Rumble, which we all knew Cody was going to win. But to have Gunter be the the first entry to literally last that fucking long to eliminate Sheamus and Drew from the fucking Royal Rumble. That was incredible. That was impressive. Um, but Cody Rose wins, man. Cody uh, deserved it. Um... I don't think anybody really thought Sammy was going to be in a Raw. WWE was going to. WWE, if they put Sammy in a Raw Rumble, were fucked. I think WWE had a dilemma on their hands because if Sammy wasn't a Raw Rumble and he got eliminated, they would have revolted. Like Batista. Where Batista wasn't. The reason why Batista 24. 14 victory was so fucking bad. It was because Daniel Bryan wasn't in the Royal Rumble. That's one. Everybody wanted Daniel Bryan in the Royal Rumble. He got, got fucked over for months over by the authority and never got a, his proper title match. And then on top of that, you eliminated CM Punk, who went the distance and got eliminated by Kane. He didn't even get eliminated by the fucking field. He got eliminated by Kane, who he eliminated earlier in the fucking match. 
And that was the last appearance from CM Punk at WWE ever because he got fired the next day. <laughs> he got fired literally the next day. And then you go into also Roman Reigns, who could have won the Raw Rumble. Not, we're not saying Roman's going to beat fucking Randy Orton at WrestleMania, but at least it would have created another star. And I think that that's, what Triple, that's where Triple H, I think, is great at. Even though Gunter lost tonight, he's a fucking star now. He's made. Like, that fucking dude is made. Anybody that didn't know who the fuck he was and ain't watching wrestling, you now know who the fuck he was. Because what he did against Cody, he not only got Cody back interested, got Cody back into the to the conversation. I was like, oh, yeah, right, Cody does deserve to win this shit. But I don't think WWE fans were really that mad and really that outraged that like I think it was and people being like, no, Sammy needs to win because if Sammy don't win, we don't. It's not. Excuse me. It wasn't that at all. I think that we pretty much knew Cody was going to win. And plus, on top of that, something that, like I said, the difference between 2014 when Batista came in and won compared to this year is Cody actually deserves it. Batista didn't deserve to win the Raw Rumble. Cody actually deserves it. Like Cody went through hell to get back to where he's at today, and also. Last year, what he did in WrestleMania, WrestleMania Backlash, hell in a cell. We remember the fucking torn pack. We saw the shit. It looked fucking gruesome. Cody deserved to win the Raw Rumble, and I don't think that's why. But just in case WWE did have any hesitations, Sami Zayn wasn't going to be in the Raw Rumble, and that was a good idea. It was a great call because if Sami was in the Raw Rumble and he got eliminated, it would. And plus, we probably would never got the ending that we got tonight. Which was way more impactful than him probably winning a WrestleMania, uh, winning a Raw Rumble. Which leads me into the last five star match, and that is the undisputed Universal Championship match. That is clearly a five star. Like I said, if I could give it ten fucking stars, I give it ten fucking stars. It was incredible. Um, the match in its entirety was pretty good. It was a it was a Kevin Owens Roman Reigns standard fucking match. I didn't expect it to be. Anything but. It was really fucking good. Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns have incredible chemistry. I would probably say Roman Reigns has incredible chemistry with maybe like two people in WWE. That's like, that's Seth Rollins and that's fucking Kevin Owens. Them two motherfuckers get in there and they do their shit. They get it off. And they are good at that shit. Um, but this match was incredible. I thought it was a really good match. It was a lot of ups and downs, a lot of pinfalls. Roman Reigns doing Roman Reigns shit. Pretty much beating the shit out of Kevin Owens. Um, Kevin Owens getting his shit. Um, there was one very bad bump. It was a very bad. It, I, I guess I could say it's a slippage. It was like a slippage. Um, he tries to flip and like he does this move where he kind of like Kevin Owens kind of like comes off the top second rope. He kind of tells he jumps on top. He reverses off on his top rope. He reverses and then he flips and and then he a moonsault and he tried that shit and he slipped like he just slipped off the second rope. It just fell. And I was like, ooh, that's not good. I was like, ooh, that's not good. And and then we see that. And then I saw that. I was like, god damn, that's not good. And he tried it again. Um, and he missed. And he took like three spears in his fucking match, which I don't think anybody thought that shit was coming. Um, he took three spears in his match. Um, but everybody knew what this was. Sami Zayn, like I said earlier, went out if you follow me on social media. Uh, Roman Reigns pretty much tells Sami Zayn, you staying with me tonight. You coming out there with me. You're going to be with me the whole night. That shit is test. You're going to be with me the whole night. And Roman and Kevin, um, like I said, have a, have, a, have a really good match. Um, but, again, the climax of this is, see, this is the perfect time to do a referee spot. Like, the referee gets hit and knocked down. This is the perfect time to do it because now you need a real, a real reason to have Sammy have to test his loyalty. The referee gets knocked down. Roman Reigns looks like Sammy Zayn and says, "Hey, go get a chair. Go get a chair." He's like, "Huh? You you told me not to do nothing. I'm telling your ass go get a chair. <laughs> go get the chair." <laughs> Roman's like. <laughs> Paul Hammond's like, hey, Sammy, it's over here. Come on, come on, get the chair. It's <laughs> like, God damn. And Sammy, go get the chair. And, and he got like, is hesitant. Like, he's like, uh, 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 Robert looked at Robert's looking at Sammy like, motherfucker, didn't I just say you're giving a fucking chair? <laughs> like, 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 give me the chair. 
He gets the chair out and like, no, he's like, all right. And stuns Kevin Owens gets up, stuns him, and Sammy's like, oh shit. I probably just cost this man his fucking titles. And it then he kicks out, of course. Uh but that's when the climax of this match really just hit different. Roman gets up. Uh Spears Kevin Owens again kicks out. And then Kevin Owens then gets out the ring. He's trying to get away. He's trying to grab Sami Zayn. And Sammy's just telling Kevin, man, like, stay down. What are you doing? Just stay down. Do not get up. This man's going to beat you. Like, stay the fuck down. And Roman just spears Kevin through a fucking barricade. Spears the shit out of him. Gets him up. Get him in the ring. Kevin Owens literally rolls <laughs> the side of the fucking ring. Um, and it got gruesome at that, man. Uh, Kevin Owens tries to get up. Kevin Owens is um laying on the stairs, really. Roman Reigns grabs him and just... I've never seen this shit where the nigga just literally just throws his head into the stairs. Now, I've never seen with a bag of the fucking head just bounces off the stairs. He bounced this shit off the stairs and Sammy like, oh my God. And he does it again. And boom, does it again. He throws him back in the ring. Roman gets in the ring. Spares him. It's over. They actually start slapping each other. But Kevin slaps Roman. Roman bounces off the ropes and just spares Kevin Owens. The match was good. But it's the after. It's where we need to kick off this shit. After this match, man. Bloodline comes out there and then they just beat, proceed to beat the shit out of Kevin Owens. Jay. Jimmy. Solo, uh, Jay, uh, Jimmy go get uh, a steel chair, wrap it around Kevin Owens' neck. Solo does uh, pretty much the Umaga, pretty much just runs and just slams it. Sami Zayn is just like, holy shit. Oh, my God. And, <laughs> oh, my God, this is getting bad, man. And they just proceeding to whoop the shit out of Kevin Owens. Man. Get handcuffs, handcuff this man to the fucking ropes, kicking him. Oh my god, it's bad, man. Um, Roman gets a chair and says, "You know what? I'm gonna get rid of you." <laughs> and and Sammy's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, like, listen, 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 listen. Um, you shouldn't do this. This is beneath you. This is beneath you, Roman. What are you doing? Why are you doing this? Like, it's beneath you. You shouldn't do this, man. You really shouldn't do this. This is this is just wrong. Let him go." You won. You're the tribal chief. You're the universal undisputed champion. Why do why you need to do this? And he's like, you know what? You're right. Why do I need to do this? And hands on the chair. And Sammy's like, uh, he's like, what? What? You don't want to do it? What? You're trying to say you're choosing him over us? What? And, <laughs> and Sammy's like, and, and Sammy grabs the chair. He's like, man, you better do this. So like, you want you want to? He's like, you know what? If you don't want to do it, go back. Go back home. Go do your jackass shit. Go, he literally says that. Go do your jackass shit. This right here is tribal to see. This is the bloodline. This is what we do. <laughs> and then they just get into like, Sammy grabs a chair. And it seemed, you know Sammy's about to hit Roman. You know this shit's coming. But they go on and go on. And then Roman's like, man, do it. And Roman starts mushing Sammy. Like, come on, man, do it. Then I tell you, do it. And Sammy's like, and Roman's like, and this is the beautiful thing. It comes full circle. Again, it's so fucking great. How did the bloodline, I mean, I mean, how did the shield break up? Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns is talking shit. Boom, chat to the back. Well, how does the bloodline break up, kind of? Boom, chat to the back. Sammy Zane just hits this motherfucker. Everybody in the ring like, Jay, like, what the fuck you doing, man? I just stuck up for you. What the fuck are you doing? It, it, Roman and, and Sammy's just trying to plead with Jay, like, yo, man, I had to do it. Like, this man's gonna fucking kill my friend. Like, like, no. And Jimmy's like, what the fuck? And kicks Sammy in the face. And it's just on from there. 
and Solo, then Jay jumps up. You talking about this, your brother? This your brother? Jimmy, like, this your brother? No, I'm your brother. Watch my, Watch this. <laughs> it's just like, God damn. And Solo gets on him, which is something I said Wednesday night. I said, this is this is the only time. I said, this is. I said, Jay is the only person. I've said this on the, the Crown Jewel review show, and I, and I said last Thursday, last Wednesday night. Jay's the only person in the bloodline that actually had a chance to be tribal chief outside of Roman Reigns. He's the only person that fought Roman Reigns to be tribal chief. So it's kind of hard for Jay to kind of fall in line, which you've seen over the last couple of months where Jay's kind of, and I said, and I said this Wednesday, I said, when the bloodline loved Sammy, Jay did not want nothing to do with him. And then as soon as Jay started loving Sammy, like they loved him at the beginning, the bloodline 100% was like, get rid of this dude. And that's what I'm saying. It's still a, it's still something about them two together. And it's something about Roman and Jay, which I would not be surprised if we hear soon we hear Jay and Roman go at each other eventually. Um, which leads into tonight where, you know, Sammy is trying to plead to Jay while he's doing this. And they jump on him and, and, and Roman and Jimmy Roman and Jimmy both look at Jay and they're Jay's in a corner just like, bro, I can't believe this motherfucker just pretty much betrayed me. Like, like, I told, like, what the fuck? And they're beating on his man. I'm like, and Jay's like, nah, fuck this. I ain't in this. And he just leaves. And Roman's like, yo, what the, what are you doing? Where are you, where are you going? And they're like, oh. and, it, and Jay just leaves. He's, and he's distraught. He just leaves. He doesn't even want nothing to do with the fucking bloodline no more. And he just leaves. And this is what I've been saying, like, Jay's the only person that actually had a chance to be the tribal chief. And it kind of feels like this is coming back around. It's been three years, but we haven't really seen it again. And it's now starting to rear his ugly head where I think Jay's starting to see, like, maybe I shouldn't be a part of this shit because if I was tribal chief, I wouldn't do it like this. And it's starting to kind of come into head full where, like I said, Jimmy... Jimmy and Solo are the only two that really was just automatically cool with being in the blood. And that kind of is what's happening right now. So, this was, was a, a great ending. They leave Kevin and Sammy in the ring pretty much beaten. <laughs> but the beautiful thing is the fans' reaction. And they're like, Jay leaves, and, and then you hear the fans literally saying to Roman, Fuck you, Roman. Fuck you, Roman. Fuck you, Roman. And so Roman's like, oh, really? Okay. And he starts plucking the fucking leaves off the fucking, of the, uh, of the lay. And he starts plucking the fucking roses off the lay and just throwing it on Sammy. <laughs> it's just like, I was like, yo, if that's not a, if that's not a fucking hill. Oh my God, that, that's not a fucking hill. Yo, that was so good. I was like, holy shit. Like, oh, yeah, fuck me? Okay, I'm going to show you how much I give no fucks about this shit today. Okay. And he throws it all out. <laughs> like, God damn. But that just goes to show you. So it's literally like three stories going on. It's three. Because it's like you got Jay in a bloodline story where Jay's now. You don't even know Jay's still part of the bloodline because he just walked the fuck away. Sammy and Kevin Owens are going to go at the bloodline now because they just beat the living shit out of them. And three, how does Roman now kind of get his bloodline back in order? Because Jay is kind of a bloodline. Like, he's out of the bloodline a little bit. He just walked the fuck away from you guys. He left. He didn't want nothing to do with you. Because you beat on somebody that he did trust. And it would have been better if he did it in his mind. Like, you know, but again, Sammy was pleading to Jay while he was doing it. And again, it goes back to what I said. Jay's the only person that actually has a chance to be the had to be a chance to be the tribal chief and I feel like that's always been an undertone in this story where everybody just came in and just was like I, I acknowledge Roman as my tribal chief Jay's the only person that kind of had hesitation with saying that shit like like he's kind of like gotten into it now but like let's be real like he does not want to say that shit so man all in all, man, the Raw Rumble was incredible. <laughs> and like I said, I don't know how WWE tops this shit. I'm going to be honest. 
yeah, I know now Sami Zayn's gonna probably get a title match at at at, at uh, Elimination Chamber. But how they're gonna kind of like now put Jay and Roman into the situation where Roman's gonna have to try to get Jay back into like back in line, I guess. And that's gonna be interesting to see. I can't wait to see how this is gonna play out, man. All in all, Raw Rumble was incredible. Oh my god, this show was so good. Uh, like I said, Bianca and, and and Alexa was four stars, but it could have easily been a five. It could have, it could have. Um, for what it was, I knew it was gonna be something that was gonna be good. But you know, it seeded a little bit of expectations. But Bray, women's Raw Rumble, men's Raw Rumble, Roman and Kevin on it was incredible. Raw Rumble was great. Um, like I said, next week uh, I'm gonna watch NXT Vengeance Day uh, pay per view. And I'm going to have the rating review show for that coming soon as well. Uh, but until then, man. Yeah, if you got Peacock, go watch Raw Rumble, man. If you don't have Peacock, man, I hope you go get it. Uh, that was This was a, this was a, this was the best Raw Rumble I've seen in a minute. Like, I haven't seen a, this type of Raw Rumble in a long fucking time. Um, it was good. It was intriguing from beginning to the end, man. It was great. I love how they started the Raw Rumble with the Raw Rumbles, Matt, with the men's Raw Rumble, because it left little to intrigue. Cody wins. It was a great way of building a new star in Gunther, um, and Cody being now just obviously the guy. Um, and you're going to get Sammy versus Roman probably at Elimination Chamber, which leads into the next bloodline Sammy Kevin on story, which is clearly now the Usos versus Kevin and Sammy at uh, WrestleMania. Shall we see? Um, but until then, which was kind of interesting because now does Solo take the tag team titles with Jay, with Jimmy? Ooh, that's pretty interesting. I don't know. I talked about this more on my Raw review show, uh, my Raw review show to uh, Monday night, uh, Tuesday probably, uh, and I would do my Friday night SmackDown when also uh, after Friday night SmackDown. So until then, I am Brandon New. This was Wrestling Life Rate and Review Show. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Peace.